Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. And this is a podcast where we give you role-playing hooks for your role-playing games. I'm your host, NC Weber, here with my trusty co-host to my left. It's me, Jonathan. Hello, I'm back. To my right. Trusty Dom, that's what they call me. And directly across the table from me. It's Faith. How are we all, everyone? Yeah, doing well. Definitely not plotting anything against you, Gov. Now you can trust me. Yeah. I don't like this patches I don't like from it. Dark Souls. Yeah, 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 yeah good, trust good. Me, yeah. I'll stop it now. That was, that was a thing. That oh, I called out the character. You have to yeah. stop. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there we go. <laughs> the demon has been sealed away. <laughs> you know my true name. Yeah. Patches? Oh no. And I think that counts as getting. To I know don't. Your think, I don't think it does. Yeah. I don't know about that. It doesn't. Well, well, by all, by all means, uh, if you have a better one, let's uh, let's see what it. Well, I actually <laughs> had oh. cap, came prepared oh. this time. Oh, okay. I am all ready to go. Y'all, you may have done this because I haven't listened to any episodes, so you may Please. have done this. <laughs> Please. Uh, if you were Bart's, what instrument would you use? Um, like in real life or in the in yeah. Dungeons and Dragons? Like, what would our right? If you're like a Dungeons and Dragons Bard, what would what what instrument would you use? My my voice, but I wouldn't be I wouldn't sing. It would be like spoken like like You'd be I'll, a stand up. It will it will be <laughs> kind of it would be. What's or- the deal with all these goblins? <laughs> it would be oratory, that sort of thing. Like yeah. I would you know like the whole thing about cutting words and all that. I would use that as like I'd be I would be like a like a jeep sort of thing where like in order to heal or encourage, be like oh very well very well done. So dust you up, pick you up, like straighten your tie, that sort of thing, and like give give them a bit of advice on the better place to hit them. And so I actually find that with Urukai, the appropriate place to strike is between the shoulder, and yeah, and just like oh yes, and that gives them inspiration, stuff like that. That's awesome. That rules. Just your just your your helpful valet is the yeah. sort of vibe. You know that I don't know how to describe it. It probably has a real name. It's a percussive instrument, but I always think of it as like a, a hillbilly uh, instrument of like a stick with a whole bunch of bottle caps like oh, nailed on the end of it. stick or something? They bang oh, it against yeah, yeah. the ground. That. <laughs> it's also a club. Just, that you it's also use. a club yeah. or a star that you hit people with and like, uh, yeah, just just percuss the uh, the battle. I'm a fan. I think mine would be, I don't know what the technical name for this thing is, but you know the like the little pin whistle that's like, <laughs> a slide whistle. A slide whistle. Yeah. Slide Vicious mockery. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah okay. would, that would be mine. So apparently, there's a lot of names for it. The the first, the most primary one is monkey stick, but I'm like, oof, that sounds bad. But apparently, it's it's not. It's stems from Roma, but Spanish and Italian buskers is where it kind of comes from. 
I guess it, but it's I, kind my, of... But my favourite name for it is the Lager Phone, because they're beer bottle <laughs> Of caps. course, yeah. yeah my, my other choice would have been Castanets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like, just punctuate your oratory <laughs> with a <with the> beat. <laughs> yeah. or, um, just, or just like collect some maracas or something, so you just do a bit of a... <laughs> I don't think I could be spicy enough for to mm. to, to yeah, maracas. I, I have two options. Mm. One is the obvious one, which is accordion, because that's just what I play in real life. And uh, it's also easily the second most annoying instrument. Yeah, exactly. What's the most annoying? Bagpipes. bagpipes, absolutely. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hate this. What? What? I love bagpipes. I knew you were going to say bagpipes, but also you both forgotten that in between the accordion and the bagpipe <laughs> is the melodica. Um, why aren't we talking about the recorder? We, we we all have an acceptance of the recorder. Here's Do the we? issue. I don't I don't consider the recorder an instrument. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no, here's the issue, right? The accordion is intrinsically linked to the most annoying genre of music, which is polka. polka. And I say that as a polka lover. <laughs> but but you, you you might find it in some scar every now and again. Yeah. Oh like. yeah. Um, but also scar. Like, Accordion. The, the, the melodica, like, that's the one where it's like a keyboard, you blow through a hose, that's that thing. That thing sucks. Yeah. Fuck that thing. Well, there's actually, there is one that's just, you play it like a recorder, yeah. actually, which also sucks. Also, I, f- I wonder if the, the the whole recorder thing, if you're not from Australia, it's a big thing in Australia and maybe other places. I believe it's also taught in the curriculum of, of the UK. And yeah, that's Yeah, right. Where it's, it's just like, like a, a very simple instrument the where they teach it to every second like person in like and no one plays it right well. two or something I don't we know. all learn hot cross buns yep. and three blind mice yep. you know, very is, different songs it is actually so an orchestral um, instrument oh yeah right? and yeah. it can be played incredibly but it's uh, but it's, not by second graders I remember it's always piercing though yeah I remember that I was very insistent my recorder in uh, in school was uh, purple and glittery and like you know the like see through purple glitter like plastic the gel. so yeah. you could see the spit like welling up inside yeah. of it as you'd play it and Don't I like yeah uh, and I held on to that for way longer than anyone should because I thought it was really I could have cool. as- I could have assumed every word of that about you that, <laughs> that all yeah, just adds up it really I, makes sense I have a bright red melodica that I still own with the broken mouthpiece but I, I like will still use it now <laughs> Shall okay. we do some, some stuff now? Let's do some stuff. <laughs> What's this podcast again? I think we rate Vocaloids. <laughs> <laughs> Check me out happens? over at Rateloid, uh, mm. where I review Vocaloids. So what we do here is we take inspiration from a random Magic the Gathering card, uh, and then a random word, and we create a plot hook for you to use in your games. We tend towards Dungeons & Dragons, but sometimes we surprise each other with non-fantasy hooks. We do that in the form of a magic trick. We start with a pledge, which is just the basic seed of the idea, and then in the turn, we turn it into something a little bit more mechanical, or something a little bit more solid that your players might uh, meet in a game. And then finally, in the prestige, we discuss how best to use it in a game, turn a story out of that hook. Now, the card that we are looking at today is called Captain of the Mists, and it is by, the art is by Alan Williams. Does anyone want to describe what we're looking at here? Go on, I don't have it open on my phone. Okay, okay, I'll go. That's why I was pointing at you. I I thought you were waiting for one of us to jump in. No, 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 no. Uh, Okay, so Captain of the Mists. um, It's a creature, human, wizard. um, For reference, a group chat uh, just popped up over the top and all it says Gogurt. So I I don't know what that's about. But... uh, (laughs) It's it's a two neutral mana and one Gogurt mana. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I don't don't want to see, like, Magic of the Gathering Gogurt creations. No. Uh, so, whenever another human enters the battlefield under your control, untap Captain of the Mists. Uh, so, he, 
looks like a sick dude. He's got like he's like a ship's captain sort of vibe with all of the multiple layers of leathers, but yeah, kind of weird looking face. As yeah, well. is it a mask? I don't know. It looks no. Like- it looks like it. It looks like a face, but then there's like a weird headdress. But then also look at those cheekbones and stuff like around uh, it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, is holding. Uh, I think it kind of looks like a bag. No, no, no that is just, just that is sleeve. just the the cuff on his. Oh, sleeve. that's just the sleeve. Yeah, he's co- he's controlling. Oh. Like, I, I also thought that was a big yeah, money yeah. sack. I he, did think that was like a big money sack bag. Yeah, he's so like he's controlling the. He waves. He is controlling the waves uh, through wind, uh, uh, maybe or. With the stuff that's happening with his head, I think that's just a really tall collar. Yeah, that's framed badly. Maybe, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a bit of a weird art piece. Yeah, yeah. Also, it's more got, impressionistic, you know. Yeah, have we mm. done the flavor text, which is I am no mere ship's captain. The north wind is my accomplice, the tide is my first mate. Uh, and the art is by Alan Williams. Yeah, we already did say Oh, that. we did say that. Okay. I was writing notes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was too busy doing the podcast. <laughs> and the you, random Alan. word. Uh, it's notorious. Notorious. So, who would like to go first? I'll go first. So, this this hook uh, this hook as kind of mentioned by Zane earlier we do like well mostly we do fantasy we try to do other things this is kind of a fantasy uh, sort of hook but I think it's it would serve well in a setting where the rules of magic are kind of well defined and I don't just mean like the mechanical rules just like everyone kind of in the world understands how how magic works like and like and everyone is just like this is the way magic works we are very firm about magic because what happens is that this guy who you meet who looks like kind of like this guy it's he, the way he uses magic doesn't make sense. The party encounters this this person, and it seems like he is getting extra turns because, like, oh yeah, you, he makes an attack or something, but then like the way a wave of water appears and like sw- hits you again, and then like the wind gushes up, and then it seems like the ground at your feet is bursting into flames, all like seemingly on their own separate turns. So there is something strange about this guy's magic, and that's my pledge. Awesome, awesome. Uh, for me, um, uh, the players are, are on a boat. I have to go with the pirate theme that the card gives us. Um, I, I just want to say, there's nothing about this that says pirate. He's it's the just captain. a sailor. Yeah, like, listen. Yeah, the majority no, about he, he is sailors. wearing a tricorn. Is that, he? That, it's such a weird drawing. I don't even know if it's a tricorn. Pirate. It's kind of piratey. <laughs> Here's the, thing about, here's the thing about me. Always want to talk about pirates any chance I get. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that's fine. It's like, there's nothing on this card that says pirate. <laughs> sailors are all pirates. I don't know if you know that. That oh, sounds wrong. Yeah. Every, every sailor is a pirate. Not every pirate is a sailor. No, I will not elaborate. Yeah. <laughs> Tune in for Jonathan's upcoming podcast, Rate a Rate, where he ra- ra- reviews pirates. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> That's the correct uh, reaction to that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dread Pirate Robert's best pirate. We know this already. We don't need to go through the rating system. There we go. Yep. So you're going pirating. Uh, so uh, basically, it's, it's an extended trip that the players are on. Um, and as like port disappears on the horizon, the o- open ocean all around them, uh, uh, a, a wailing like groaning sound can be heard in the distance. And soon enough, a thick, shifting, billowing fog just rapidly descends on the ship, obscuring all view around it. Um, and uh, yeah, it's this awful shifting fog. Almost like faces can be seen in the fog around them. There's wailing sounds and that kind of stuff. Cool. That so is like a screaming fog. Yeah, love a love a good screaming fog. Uh, it's one of the more terrifying things I think I, I could consider. On a scale of one to ten, it's pretty terrifying. As someone who already has a fear of open water, uh, yeah, screaming fog would not make it better. Not a fan. Uh, so my 
uh, pledge is. Uh, so your party finds themselves in a uh, port town uh, that seems to have just been absolutely ravaged by poor weather. Just it storms every second day and they seem to be getting worse, not better. Uh, which is weird because this is not the season for storms. Uh, and so they're in this port town and they need to get uh, to uh, another place maybe on a boat or they have a reason to be in the port town I'm sure that they will come up with that yeah uh, anyway so they're in there and the storms are getting really really bad um, no ships are going out uh, they can't fish and st- stores are being destroyed homes are being destroyed uh, and the mayor of this port town has put a call out um, if anyone uh, knows how to stop this or can help them at cool. all so maybe- before I ask you <coughs> Is the town, like, is it like a big established town or is it like a smaller port? It can be any size. All right. Yeah. I'm interested to see where this goes. Well, let's go on to the turn with Dom. Hi, it's Dom. So something that is an important part of this is that the party either know that they can retreat from a fight, which, God, that's hard to instill in a player, in a group of players, (laughs) is the fact that they don't have to fight to the death or that they first witness this person from afar or maybe even that they're just told about them because the bulk of... What makes this hook is that they are going to be researching where this person gets their power rather than just like this is a guy you fight because they can't beat this guy in a stand-up fight far too powerful which you know mechanically is pretty easy to do if you just give him like he's seemingly equal control of the four elements is the vibe of him Mm -hmm. but each element gets its own turn that's bad and so the way that they the, 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 yeah, the way that this goes is they, they are looking into the source of this fellow's power and eventually they will, like, by looking into his history and the people that he has been trained by and that sort of thing, there's still something that doesn't fit about it all and eventually the correct way to find out about him is by going down a more spiritualist sort of path, a more, like, an, an, an old fairy magic almost sort of thing because the secret to this guy's power is that he has befriended the the elements is that okay. he has made deals with the spirits of the spirits of the air the spirits of the water and now they come to his aid nice i like i like that in the sense that it's he's not necessarily exploiting anything yeah it's just uh yeah he's like he is just calling in favors and like it's not even breaking the rules of the ge- of like a standard D or whatever because <coughs> like technically each of the um, extra turns is being had by a different entity that's helping him. He doesn't yeah. have extra turns. It's just not obvious to the party at first, and that's kind of the the reveal that it's actually the reason that he is so powerful is because he is five entities when he's in combat, effectively. Cool. Yeah. Uh, do we have a name for this one? Oh, f- that's right. We didn't remind <laughs> me, and so I forgot that I had to name it. Uh, I have one. We can come back to you at the end if you wish. Yes. Come back to me. I'll have something. <laughs> it's fine. Yours will be better than mine is, so we're fine. Um, so I, I think as soon as the, the, the fog rolls in, there's an immediate reaction from the crew. Uh, I'd like to make a small retcon. I said open ocean. That was incorrect. Um, you know, it's more of a pond. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, there's a very particular setting I have in mind, which is like, you know those uh, areas of the coast of Vietnam that like towers of stone? like Oh, yes. That uh, you could sail between. What are they called? Well, remember when we're done recording, um, hey, the Heilong Bay, is something that along, where that is? Yeah, so I want something with that kind of layout. I think it's like an island far away from the shore of land that has this natural setting around yeah. it. That's So kind of like a, an 
like a, a huge archipelago of yeah. tiny islands. Yes. Yeah. Um, in particular, because I want there to be this threat of yeah. if you guys keep sailing the way you are, you will crash into something. I don't know I if do. I'm pronouncing it right, but yeah, Heilong Bay yeah. Um, is like has thousands of towering limestone islands. Yeah, yeah. that's the kind of vibe I want. Because um, I want it to become that immediate challenge. Uh, so there's an immediate reaction from the crew as well, um, who, who tell the players of a dread pirate necromancer um, that summons the souls, uh, uh, maybe even a noto- notorious necromancer. Where they? Where, wait, oh, oh. Um, that summons the souls of the damned as a blanketing, billowing fog, and then uh, sneaks up on the lost shot, lost ships through this mist. And as the players look around, them, they can actually see these more like distinct faces. Now that they know they're looking out for these spirits that are being forced into this awful, below, like awful experience. That, yeah. It, yeah. it sucks for them, you know? It's bad. The souls of the damned don't like being made into fog. Yeah, okay. it, it would suck. Uh, 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 speaking as someone who has never been a spirit, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. That's, that is my turn. Um, or what is it called? I, I've got the mist that screams. I don't know if that's anything, but like, it's Why terrible. Why not just screaming mist? Screaming mist, yeah. yeah okay. it, it's one of Stephen King's less-so-known works, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. there's a, there's a, there is like a particular title of the blank that blank that yeah. works, but those yeah. aren't the words to make it work. So yeah, the screaming mists. Screaming fog, something like that. So, um, I... Oh, sorry. The word we were looking for was casts. K-A-R-S-T-S. Is That's the, what those are called? The, cool. the rock... Uh, the oh, cool. The, the rock island. I have never yeah. heard that word before. Wow. Look, very specific. Geography nerds. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Uh, so, in my hook... Uh, you're in this portside town. Uh, lots of storms. Lots of storms. Uh, and the mayor has asked for help. And I'm hoping that this band of adventurers would like to help. Uh, there is a nice... I don't know. What's in it for me? There's a tasty reward. Well, if it's uh, tasty. Uh, so they begin to ask around town uh, or uh, like uh, hope that they would go to perhaps a tavern. That seems to be a place that people <gasps> go. Whoa. Yeah, you know. Uh, and if they ask around or, or start having a look around, they'll notice that the storm started mm, about a month ago. Oh, that's a long storm. It's a, It's been a while. Mm. Everyone's a bit haggard. Morale's getting low. Uh, Have you ever been wet for more than like a few days? It's not pleasant. It's not. It's yeah, not. I think you're supposed to supposed to contact your doctor if it lasts for anywhere <laughs> close to that long. <laughs> we were all just sitting here waiting for me to say something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, just like oh, I Dom turned. will say. I turned. Yeah. Dom turn. will have a crack about this. Um, so and they won't be proud about it. <laughs> I'm in never proud. the local tavern. Uh, sits a woman uh, and all she does is drink drink and drink and drink uh, and as the day goes on and she gets drunker and drunker and drunker that seems to be when the storms are starting they always seem to happen later in the afternoon and, and sort of peter out by you know midnight or so uh, so she drinks alone in this tavern uh, and occasionally can be heard singing sadly to herself she drinks away uh and approaching this uh person will yield little little results uh so she um but this is as far as i got with my thinking but anyway so she simply vibes uh and she vibes she drinks she sings she vibes she drinks she sings uh god same for all of these (laughs) what what about her like sticks out like are there is are there like is there like an alcohol shortage and she seems to always have a drink or is it is it like she's the only one who never leaves she's the the only one who never leaves uh she and no one really seems to know where she goes right 
she leaves the tavern uh, and oh, no one's really sure how she's paying either. The innkeep knows that she definitely is paid but doesn't really have a memory of the paying happening but knows that it's happened. Right. Mm. Surely, you know, they'd know if it didn't, so... So, I guess the next logical question is, does she have a name? She does. Faith. It is? It's, it's me on a Saturday night. <laughs> uh, no, uh, her name is Thelma. Okay, Thelma. Good. is that the name of your whore? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thelma, um, the songstress, is the name of my hook. Okay. We're having a really killer name day, aren't we? Dom, you got your name? Yeah, um, so mine is called The Elemental Advocates. Um, I'm so glad one of us knows what we're doing on this podcast. Um, So I would have just called yours something like La Nina or something. I don't know. You can tell (laughs) you what. You can come out with your own name for this uh, because uh, mine is not good. But if you listened to the episode last week, I had a really good idea. So, <laughs> and I deserve credit for that idea. Now. I had a really Thank good you. idea last week, and I feel like I used up all of my power last week. And to, you've had uh, a like, sure, last week you've had a month to regenerate your power. <laughs> uh, so anyway, the prestige of mine is that yeah, the mechanic of this is that you, as the party, will now want to track down these different elemental spirits separate to the man who is controlling them, and you can name them yourself. You can make him a broader character. It's just a concept. Uh, and like either defeat them without like in a in battle one by one until you know the man isn't able to call them anymore, or negotiate with them and be like, hey, could you could you not with this guy? So yeah, it's kind of like a mini quest within a quest, building up to find a way to, to weaken this this uh, foe before you can take them on one on one. I enjoy the 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 idea of being able to personify mm. um, the the elements in in such a way like he communicated with them somehow so you have to figure that out yeah exactly and then either go there to combatify them into subservience or you know discuss yeah um, the terms of their and so um, like you can also make it uh, more complicated with a uh, with more of a time limit as well because you know the spirits could be like give you a sub quest within this sub quest of a quest sort of thing to do something to get them on your side and you're like I don't really know if we should should be wasted like we already really need to take this guy down let's just kill the water um, yeah, yeah. yeah sort of thing um, so yeah that's kind of the, and also one of the one of the sides of my card was unlikely ally this guy isn't your ally but he has some unlikely ones e, e. Yeah. so yeah the elemental advocates nice yeah. Um, so the way I imagine this adventure taking place would be like mid-journey, right? It's very easy on uh, if the players need to make like a big adventure to either skip skip the actual just like walking part of it or yeah. just throw in a random combat encounter. So I think having a less combat-focused encounter that they can puzzle their way through would be good. So I sort of see like there's two ways of approaching this, right? Um, there's the obvious one, which is like wait until the necromancer finds you and then fight him, which is probably not a good idea. Yeah. Um, or I think the, the more interesting wait, ne- wait until the necromancer finds you after you've been long dead and he just resurrects you and then, <laughs> yeah, yeah. then you're like wait I didn't think this plan through he simply starts you oh, out oh shit um, but I think uh, the the other one is you have to find a way to safely navigate through through these pillars right um, and I think a way that you could work towards that is using like a clock system from something like the sprawl or blades in the dark yeah cool um, where you you use a progress clock to just add to mark off a challenge right yeah. um, the idea being 
every idea that the players have, if they succeed their roles, you can then take a certain amount towards that, depending on how effective you think it might be, or how successful they were. Um, yeah, awesome. I think D&D would work with clocks as well, like as a pretty thing, easy thing to oh, yeah. implement that, into yeah, it. Absolutely. Even if yeah, it's not a part of the base system. Yeah, encounter, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't, you don't need to, to like, change anything about the system, I don't think, to add clocks on top of 5 Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, that's my, my idea for awesome. it. That's my pleasure. The screaming mists. Screaming mists. Something like that. Or the mist that screams. The mist that scream. The frightful fog. Boat lost in the fog. <laughs> the frightful fog. It's right frightful the scream that good. comes from yeah. the mists that are on the islands. The dread the pirate coast. necromancer. The dread pirate foggets. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be saying that again because I realised after I said it that it sounds bad. Yep. Uh, that was a rough one. But I'm allowed to say it. <laughs> yep. Faith. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so um, this uh, woman, Thelma, is this captain of the mists, uh, and she has come to town to cry. Because she lost her lover, Louise. <laughs> She's come to town to cry. <laughs> they drove a car off the edge of something. She's come to town she to survived cry. and she's got survivors. They drove um, a boat off a waterfall. And this is uh, actually an event that happens every hundred years. Just so happens to be ha- happening now. Um, so in order to um, get Thelma to return to the ocean and stop this terrible storms that happen as she gets drunker and drunker, uh, is to simply sing with her. Oh, I like that. I really like that, yeah. Just sing with her. And then the, the, your players go like, all right, make a performance check. And you say, no, sing for me. <laughs> <laughs> My sing angels of music. for me. Uh, and if you sing with her, then uh, she will stop her crying and will return to the ocean. Any so, song in particular, or will just anything work? Well, so you can make up a song that she sings, and if you sing that song along with her, then... Uh, La mer. Yeah, she will disappear. So this this is not a challenge of strength. It yeah. is a, like, looking for the, the you know, the underneath. But the she, she's been staying in a tavern, right? Mm-hmm. If I came to her with, like, the beer barrel polka, wouldn't go down well, or...? No, so it has to be exactly the song oh, okay, that she's cool. singing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so she sings to herself, and then if you... Today, yeah. it's going to the day that... <laughs> Gonna throw it back to you. Yeah. It vitamin C's graduation. It's not a great hook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's my guess. No, I, I, think, I think that's a great, especially if like they they are stranded somewhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or, it, yeah. I don't think every hook has to be like a big grand adventure. I think that that could be a really nice little bit of color as you come I, into a hook sound. I don't like a, like so I like combat, but mm. I like to like to think about little challenges that you can give your players that isn't just about beating yeah. an enemy. Yeah. Same. And I also you know. I also think that it could be a really great situation to put them in, especially if they've come from like inland mm. and they're just kind of walking into this storm that's happening and continuing to happen. We were and here the, to fish. This is <laughs> <laughs> We've got to solve this problem, and the entire settlement is just so self-conscious, like so, so like focused on like surviving this thing rather than actually solving any problem. Yeah, yeah. Um, that they're they're kind of they're the only ones that kind of have the mindset of like, oh, maybe it is not a normal storm, and we should figure it out. Yeah, yeah. So that's you know, and so the townspeople are basically just like, just if anyone can do anything at this yeah. point, like we can't keep doing this. Who is a wizard? Put your hand up. <laughs> We need one. <laughs> we need one. So, and I think it's a good thing you could just like plop in, say, if you needed to get somewhere as part of a larger journey yeah. through mm. like boat, then it's a good little extra stop and put in there. 
Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, I'm giving you three points. I'm giving Jonathan two points. I'm giving uh, Dom half a point. Uh, and we, we are playing golf, remember? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I win. No, uh, I'll know How which one e- you like, depending on the title of this episode. <laughs> How many ecosystems have we devastated in the process of this podcast, uh, though? Several. If we go with golf, you know? <laughs> Well, so. mine had the most like depending on how how we make these spirits, you could devastate some, like you you could be killing the <laughs> you rain. You could devastate mine. some ecosystems. Oh yeah, we, uh, and that's the thing. You, that's you a good problem. Take this kind of walk through Australia in summer, and there's yeah. the fire spirits. Yeah, just. exactly. God, <laughs> my card was also legendary. Nice. I always forget to tell people about these little cards. Well, you don't necessarily need to. We have little cards uh, that give us ideas if we're stuck, and I have three of them in front of me because I really couldn't come up with one. <laughs> it's, it's fun to activate them like Yu-Gi-Oh! trap cards, True. though. Yeah. I like to be like, oh, Yeah, the, you can't, like, the listeners can't see it, but our eyes kind of narrow, and we get a little smirk, and yeah. then the person across the table from us just goes, Gah! <laughs> Uh, and then that's supposed to be smiling. He's supposed to be upset that he's losing. And Money. then, well, then that uh, repeats uh, six or seven times, and then that's hooked. It's just us staring at each other, going, "Money." Yeah. Yep. Uh, I mean, you and then every now and again, we teleport behind one another and tell each other that it's nothing personal. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, you want to wrap this up, Zane? Uh, this podcast is produced under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 4.0 International License which means you're free to share and redistribute the material in any medium or format if you give the appropriate credit do not use the material for commercial purposes and don't remix, transform or build upon the material in any way without asking us first but if you want to use any of these hooks in your game please do let us know uh, and let us know how it goes um, I uh, have been writing a campaign for almost a year now uh, and uh, there are too many hooks for me to put them in but I still go going to <laughs> so everyone you've got to be prepared just in case yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, anyway yeah. i have been your host nancy weber here with my co-host jonathan dunning uh you can find me at rataloid the podcast which is real good and also on twitter at pirate killjoy where i talk a lot about wrestlers i think are very cool pirates shockingly few pirates for someone called pirate killjoy it's a reference to a bad movie yeah and on the other side of the table hi my name's dom i'm also the creator of a show called the mistone museum of mystery morbidity and mortality if you think that i'm good when i'm just improvising these things in a couple of minutes wait until you find out how marginally better i am when i have a lot of time to write and plan and edit the stories i appreciate the realistic expectations that you're oh setting. You, you're not gonna get like high <laughs> self-esteem from this bitch here. like i'm not complimenting myself and finally on the far side of the table from me uh, is Faith uh, and usually I tell you not to find me on the internet but uh, I have a goal to pay my hex off before I uh, graduate university on OnlyFans so look me up on OnlyFans Do it's it. M-Y-R-I-T-H-A-Y-N-E please you need to send me a link so I can put it in the show notes. Yeah, I'll do is it. Is the please part of the link? No. Okay, cool. No. No, but um, it, 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 it is part of the whole, like, mystique. But, yeah, you yeah. Know, you know, it's really, it's, it's real sexy when they beg. <laughs> oh, 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 please. <laughs> All right, well, uh, that's been us. Uh, come back in next week for more plot hooks and awkward. Sorry. I'm not sorry. Hi. I'm Jacob Gerstel, and welcome to Tales from the Witcher. This podcast chronicles original short stories written by me and set in Andrzej Sapkowski's Witcher universe. The stories themselves are based on the adventures of my Witcher tabletop role-playing group that I run weekly for my friends. I novelize what happens after each session, 
and record them here for you to enjoy. I have a lot of free time on my hands. We'll follow the exploits of a stoic bear school witcher, an alcoholic elven sorcerer, a resourceful craftsman, and a lively bard, as they try to stay alive during the Third Northern War. There's action and adventure, magic in the mundane, scheming in politics, elves and dwarves, war and peace, and, because it's The Witcher, a touch of philosophy. If you're a fan of The Witcher universe, serialized audiobooks, tabletop actual play reports, or fantasy in general, then this podcast is for you. I'll see you every Wednesday on the continent. A That's Not Kind of Productions podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.